is a winding road no telling where it goes hello everybody welcome back to my channel mercy tv as well as my podcast spiritual conversation with minister mercy welcome back to um to the channels so today we are going to continue from where we left off from the first video if in the first video i explained um, Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5. That is the spiritual interpretation of uh, Genesis. So today we're going to have a look at the second day of creation or what um, Moses wrote as the creation. So in the first video I pointed out that what Moses was describing in his writing in Genesis chapter 1, he gave us images that described the beginning of man's awareness of, of God on the earth and the spiritual awakening of man's spirit, what we can now you know, regard as being born again, what we can regard as being born again. So Moses was not describing the actual creation of heaven or the material world. In the first video, I explained what heaven, earth and water represented. In heaven, heaven in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, represents the spiritual in man. It represents the spiritual in man. Earth represents the natural man. And water represents either the spiritual knowledge or the natural knowledge. Like in verse 2, uh, Moses tells us that the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. Darkness was on the face of the deep. So what this verse is telling us is that the natural man had no form of spiritual knowledge or life. Void means lifeless. His mind is the deep that is in darkness. That is man's mind is the deep that is in darkness, lacking spiritual knowledge and spiritual life. So what Moses went on to describe is how God's spirit saw that lack of spiritual knowledge in man. Then God said, let there be light. Let there be light. So Moses went on to describe the different stages of the awakening of man's spirit and the soul to the knowledge of God to the knowledge of God. He used the metaphor of evening light and the morning dawn, like the, you know, like the rising sun in the morning to describe the different stages of our spiritual growth. He described them as first day, second day, and so on and so forth. So today we are going to have a look at the second day. If you have not watched the first video, it will be a good idea if you watch the first video and then you'll be able to follow on the second day as well. Because the first video explained the first day of creation. So we're going to read Genesis chapter one from verse six to eight. So Genesis chapter one from verse six to eight. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. Then God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. So when God pours out his divine light, that is spiritual knowledge, into the minds of men 
who have already acquired worldly light, which Moses described as the evening light, that is worldly knowledge. This light, as I have explained earlier, is the two types of knowledge, spiritual knowledge and worldly knowledge. These two lights can blend together. They can blend together, that is, uh, in the end, it may not longer be possible to know the difference between the natural light within man from the spiritual light, from the spiritual light. So this is what verse 6 to 8 is talking about. More or less, when these two knowledge is mixed, you cannot tell which is spiritual and which is worldly. Then verse 6 says, Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. God then made a divide between the two waters. The waters here represent our mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding, you know, throughout, you know, through our thoughts, our experience and senses, our cognitive ability, you know, our cognitive ability. So this is what God has uh, separated, our natural knowledge and our spiritual knowledge. That is the fundament. The fundament is the, you know, firm will that man needs to acquire in order to focus on his spiritual development. That is the fundament. So God divided our cognitive abilities on how to understand spiritual knowledge and natural knowledge. That is the two lights, the two lights, okay? So the division itself is the actual heaven within man's heart, expressing itself in a true and love living faith in a true and living faith. The spiritual knowledge and wisdom man acquires becomes his living faith. And, you know, it becomes his living faith, especially when you have, you know, willed in yourself that you're going to focus on the knowledge of God. You're going to focus in knowing God and knowing his ways. So that is the firm knowledge that would then develop into a living faith, into a living faith. So the spiritual knowledge and wisdom man acquires become his living faith. It will not be an empty, useless faith. It will lead man to act on God's word and be obedient to his commandments. So is this your, the firm will you, you, you know, when you will, I am going to read my scriptures. I am going to seek the things of God. And then as you continue to seek the things of God and you are reading the scriptures and listening to um, um, sermons on teachings on how to develop spiritually. So as you continue to develop spiritually, your faith will then start to arise. And remember, the word of God says faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. So the more we hear um, you know, we hear teachings on the word of God, the more our faith develops. So this is what I'm referring to here as living faith. So this type of faith is what Jesus called a rock. That is undoubting faith, undoubting faith. This is the type of faith Jesus placed between heaven and hell. And with this um, fortification, no powers of darkness shall overcome his church forever. What that means is, uh, what that means is people with this type of faith, the devil cannot overcome them. The devil cannot overcome them. So Peter had this type of faith when he had the revelation from the father of who Jesus was. And Jesus said to Peter in Matthew 
chapter 16, verse 17 to 18. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock, on this your faith, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. So the people with this type of rock-solid faith, Satan will not prevail against them. Satan will not prevail against them. But if Satan finds anything of his kingdom in your heart, like in the case of Peter, Peter had pride and Peter had fear in his heart. So Satan asked God for permission to sift Peter and God gave him that permission. God gave Satan permission and the same still applies today. You know, if you call yourself a believer, you believe in Jesus and and the, the scripture have said that believers walk by faith and not by sight. So that your faith is going to be tested, especially if there is, a, a, you know, some darkness in your heart. You know, God will allow Satan to sift us. He will allow Satan to sift us. And that applies to every Christian, not just for some, but every Christian. So going back to the second day of man's awareness of God, when man acquires this type of living faith, through this type of faith, man will gradually become aware that his worldly knowledge and wisdom profits him nothing spiritually. You know, it profits him nothing spiritually. So this is the reason Moses in verse 2 wrote, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. You know, darkness was on the face of the deep. Remember, we've I've already explained in the, in the first video that earth here is the natural man. The natural man that's without spiritual knowledge. That is, uh, you know, or um, somebody that is done, is, uh, doesn't believe in God. He hasn't, he doesn't believe in God in short. So that's the natural man. So this natural man is uh, his mind and his heart is uh, without void. That is without knowledge, without life of God in it. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The waters here represents uh, their mind, our mind. Our mind is the waters. Okay. So it is only when God shines his light in man's mind and heart that you know that heart that is lacking God's knowledge and wisdom man will then gradually become aware that faith is more important than worldly knowledge and with that out of man's spiritual evening and the steadily brightening spiritual morning then comes the brighter second day so the more we grow spiritually and the more we we start to you know um function in the gift of the Holy Spirit. We are baptized in the Holy Spirit and we're growing, we're reading the scriptures, you know, we're hearing sermons and we're growing spiritually. You know, we'll come to the knowledge that all those our previous uh, worldly knowledge, worldly acquisition of material goods and material things, it profits us nothing, okay? There is a reason why God put us on this earth. We are spiritual beings. We're not material beings. Our flesh is a prison that has, you know, imprisoned the spirit of man that, that sinned against God. So our being in this physical world is a judgment 
we are under judgment. And the purpose of us being in this physical world is for us to, with our free will, choose to obey God, choose to serve God. And by serving God, that means obeying his commandments, following his laws, aligning our will with the will of the Father. Okay, so this is the reason we're here. This is the reason we're here. We're not here to acquire material things because this body is a temporary uh, tent. It's a temporary tent, just like um, Paul described. It's a tent that's, you know, has um, that our spirit is occupying until the time the Lord calls us home. And by the time he calls you home, if you have not liberated your spirit and your soul from this physical flesh and you're still bound to earth and you don't know God, you don't know the ways of God, you have not freed your spirit from the judgment is under in this flesh, then you're not going to be able to be with the Father when, you, when the spirit leaves. That means the spirit have to go somewhere else where the Father is not. Okay. So with his second spiritual day of awareness of God's existence, man is beginning to understand the truth in God's word, in God's words. So what Moses was writing as his second day is, as we continue to grow spiritually, as we continue to grow spiritually, and our uh, mind and our heart is being enlightened with the knowledge of God, with the spiritual knowledge of God, Okay, so we will start to understand the scriptures when we read it because God's light is now in our heart and in our mind. That was what Moses wrote there as the second day. So, but proper order of understanding is still lacking within man. Proper order is still lacking. He still, you know, gets confused between spiritual things and natural things. And this is quite understandable. And especially when, if you really are truthful to yourself, you will, you know, you, you, you will uh, remember initially when you were growing in the Lord, when you were growing in your faith, you know, you, you, you don't quite know what is spiritual, how the spirit is moving or whether it is your own flesh that is acting up. For example, now, if you're in a, a prayer gathering, and the worship is going and, you know, you start acting, you know, you know, some people will fall on the floor and start rolling about and people will say, oh, the spirit is touching them. But it might be the flesh that is acting up, emotion. Your emotion is, you know, has overtaken you and you cannot control it anymore. And then you fall on the floor. But it's not the spirit touching you. It's just your emotions are you know, playing up. So that's the difference. People don't know whether they're acting in the flesh or whether they're acting in the spirit. So that's how that's how it is initially when we start growing in the spirit. Okay, so as man continues to mix the natural with the purely spiritual, often spiritualizing natural things too much. Okay, just like what I've just explained now, seeing the material also with the spiritual, not making the decision to do the right thing according to God's word. Okay, so not making the decision to do the right thing according to God's words. So because they're, they're a bit confused, they don't know whether they're in the spirit or whether they're in the natural. So they can decide truly to, you know, to, to, um, pursue God, pursue the things of God. So they're wavering. So this is why uh, a lot of Christians 
one minute they're you know they're they're consistent in their walk with the lord and the next minute they're falling into sin they are falling into sin because they can't quite decide which is which okay so however if man chooses to seek God with all his heart and mind, God will continue to pour his light into man's mind and heart. Like the sun, you know, you know, in the spring, uh, spring season, when the sun is rising, we're just coming out of winter and we're going into spring. Spring is a, a time of rebirth, a time of growth, you know, a time of things growing, a times of birth. So that's what it's like. When you are growing in the spirit, it's as if your winter is your natural man that, you know, that does not know God. And then when you start growing spiritually, it's like you've entered your spring season when you're becoming reborn again. You know, your, your, your spirit is being rejuvenated and you're getting to know God. And there is that joy and that warmth in your heart. Okay. So. That is what uh, Moses is describing. So as you continue to feel that increasing warmth in your heart, okay, and then and as, as this um, growing warm feeling in man's heart will start to fertilize all the seeds laid in man's heart, this feeling is called love. This feeling is called love. So this feeling is called love. So what that means is, you know, there is a, when when God first created us, before we fell into sin, we fell due to pride. God created us out of his light, out of his life. He gave us his life. So, and God is love. God, there's all good things. God is compassionate. God is merciful. And those things are also in our heart. But because we fell into sin and darkness now has overshadowed those things, but they are still there. Those compassion, mercy, you know, kindness, the fruit of the spirit, they are still there. So when you are now being awakened to the presence of God, to the spirit of God, those and, and the, the love of God that is in your heart is now being stirred. Okay. So as you continue to grow in that love, the fruits, you know, the fruits of the spirit that have were in, impacted in your heart previously before darkness came can now start stirring up this is what moses meant by the fruit by the you know the seeds that are now springing up so this is what i wrote it's here this growing warm feeling in man's heart will start to fertilize all the seeds laid in man's heart this feeling is called love this feeling is called love this love is the spiritual soil the spiritual soil within which the seed starts to grow and thrusting out its roots. If you remember, you know, the, yes, if we remember when Jesus spoke about the sower, you know, the sower who is going about sowing seeds, and we know what the, what the seed is. The seed is the word of God. And he said that the good soil will receive the seed. That good soil is the heart that is full of God's love that's why that that soil is is a heart that is full of God's love that is the good soil okay so in verse 9 Moses wrote then God said let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear and it was so 
The waters under the heavens is uh, our worldly knowledge and wisdom. Worldly knowledge. And remember, um, under the heavens means the natural man. Then the heavens means the spiritual man, the spiritual man. So verse 10, and God caught the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. What Moses is describing here is how initially the individual and society at large develop in time and through generations from their originally natural state. And they start to gradually become spiritual. They gradually become spiritual. So in these verses, Moses describes how man is being sorted out, even in his natural state. Knowledge and wisdom have their place. That is man's sea. Man's sea. And remember, prophetically, sea or the ocean represents the world. It represents human beings, the world at large. Okay. So what Moses is writing here then is that we, you know, we need knowledge. We need knowledge in order to develop as a society as well as individual. We need both uh, natural knowledge and spiritual knowledge. Okay. So because we live in a natural world, we need to know about the natural things that are uh, in our environment. But we also need to remember that we're spiritual beings. So we also need to know about spiritual things, about why we are here, who God is, because God is a spirit. God is a spirit. So we need to know him spiritually and not naturally. You cannot know God in your flesh. You only know God in the spirit. So that is what that means. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. So in these verses, as we have um, explained, Moses is talking about how individuals and society at large develop spiritually, spiritually. Okay. And, and the love coming from the knowledge of God is the soil that is capable of carrying fruit. Is the soil that is capable of carrying fruit. Okay. So as the right spiritual knowledge and wisdom grows in strength in man's heart, it is capable of bringing forth all kinds of different spiritual fruit in abundance. And this spiritual fruit, you know, is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We have love, we have kindness, we have um, long suffering, we have patience, uh, you know, joy, happiness. These are the fruit that our heart that is the, in the good soil of love, God's love, love for neighbor. So these are the fruit uh, will be coming from our heart as you continue to develop spiritually. Okay, so this is the account of the second day. Is the account of the second day. That is what Moses wrote about in the second day. So the, in short, in summary, what he was writing about is uh, the more we take in God's knowledge, the more we take in God's light and God's life. And as God's life starts to stir in our heart, our hearts will then, you know, start to develop spiritually. And as we develop spiritually, is the warmth that comes into our heart. Our heart is the soil, okay? It's the soil where the light and the knowledge of God is there. Uh, you know, stirring up in us. And as we continue to develop spiritually, 
The, the light of God is warming our hearts, taking away the hardness of sin, taking away the darkness of sin, both in our mind and in our heart. And as our hearts continue to soften up due to the warmth of God's love that is now working in our hearts, we will start to produce fruit. And the fruit we're producing is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Okay, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is love, patience, joy, you know, long suffering, all those things that is written in Galatians. Okay, so this is um, what Moses wrote about for the um, second day of creation, but it's actually the second day of our spiritual awakening, what we now know as being born again, what we now know as being born again. And uh, in the next video, I'm also going to explain how, you know, as we continue to progress, this the third day, what Moses wrote as the third day. So I will also explain that. That's the spiritual interpretation of the third day of creation. That will be in my next video. So please do watch the videos, follow the series, because I'm doing it um, first day, second day, third day, fourth day, and sixth day. Okay, so... I, I believe if um, people grasp hold of this teaching, it will help them to understand the scripture a lot better. I'm also going to um, do teachings on the interpretation of the book of John, the first chapter of John. Actually, the first chapter of John is actually the creation book. That is where God created the human, you know, the creatures and the human beings. So I will explain that in the subsequent videos that be following. So please do subscribe to the channel. And also, if you listen to my podcast, Spiritual Conversation with Minister Mercy, that is okay. That's because I'm going to be uploading the audio version of these um, teachings on my podcast. So you guys are all welcome. Please like the, 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 the video on my YouTube, Mercy TV. Please like it. And share the videos if you can. So YouTube will be able to distribute it widely for people to really, you know, help them to grow. I believe we need proper biblical teaching, proper biblical teaching. And the teaching I'm doing on these videos uh, is uh, the interpretations the Holy Spirit has given me. Okay. And also visit our other channels. We have uh, the uh, Mercy Mission Ministries. That is the Wailing Women um, prayer platform on YouTube as well. And in that channel, we do prayers for the nations of Africa because God has called us to pray for every single nation in the continent of Africa. And we are doing that. So there's loads of videos on that as well. So do follow us and do like and subscribe to the channel. Until then, bye-bye and God bless you. Bye. <music>